does Jesus have a cancel culture? Let's find out today on Creation Anew. Hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here. I am your host for Creation Anew. I am the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana. And I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And I welcome you to the podcast today. Happy Monday to you. Well, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I wanted to talk about the cancel culture that God has. Wow, that sounds kind of strange, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. In today, uh, in, in today's age, we have this uh, this stuff going on uh, where if people don't like what someone is doing or saying, um, they are trying to basically uh, just get rid of them. They're trying to erase them from history or uh, help them, uh, not help them, but uh, get them away from uh, their employment, separating them from their jobs or or just absolutely crushing their character and crushing their um, their livelihoods, crushing their, crushing their lives. And it brings up the question because I was reading through some scripture. It brings up the question of does Jesus have a cancel culture and i'm going to answer that yes there is a certain cancel culture <laughs> to to jesus now uh, before you get all up in arms just listen uh to what i'm about to say there was a situation years ago where a church was struggling with some people coming in and distorting the gospel in fact what they were saying is uh, you can believe in Jesus if you want to but you must also follow the law of Moses and uh, predominantly one of the things about the law of Moses that they wanted uh, the, the, the men of this church to follow was uh, circumcision and some of these people started to um, started to wonder, okay, do I need to follow the law of Moses in order to be saved? So the Apostle Paul writes to this church. It was the church of Galatia in the first century. And in the opening segment, G, uh, Paul writes these words. This is Galatians chapter 1, verses six through nine. I am amazed that you are so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you, he is to be accursed. As we have said before, so I say again now, if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received, he is to be accursed. Now, how do I relate that to, to cancel culture and, and to Jesus? Well, here we go. 
this church was facing a terrible, terrible thing. They were facing the, the fact that the gospel was getting distorted. In other words, they were getting confused about how do how do I how am I saved? And and am I am I really saved? And if you confuse somebody in that area, the Bible does not have patience, nor does it have um, a whole lot of grace for you. Now that doesn't mean if you have um, if you have been someone that distorted the gospel and you came to your senses and you got saved that that you couldn't be saved that doesn't mean that at all but it does mean that if you are purposely trying to distort the gospel of Jesus Christ then you're in serious trouble and God is going to cancel you now let me let me take uh, take you through some things here. Paul starts off and he says, "I marvel that you are turning away and uh, from from uh, him who, who." Let me just read it to you, for the love of Pete. Here we go. I'm amazed that you are so uh, so quickly deserting him who called you by the grace of Christ for a different gospel. You see, what was going on is these people were in Galatia uh, were getting confused and they started to try to work in order to gain God's favor. And Paul says, you're going for another gospel and the other gospel you're going for is really not another gospel. We need to remember that there's only one gospel. There is there isn't several ways to God. There's just one. And that one way to God is through Jesus Christ. The reason why that is, is because man is in a hopeless state. And it's only through Jesus and what Jesus did that man can find forgiveness and grace and hope. And if you take away that factor of Jesus, or if you add to what Jesus did, or if you take away from what Jesus did, then you are distorting the gospel and you are going to lead people astray. And that's why, that's why the Bible doesn't have a whole lot of patience for people who purposely distort the gospel. So we have to be very, very careful how we present the gospel and, and what we say about getting saved. It must be very precise. Years ago, I used to hear different pastors. I would listen to different pastors, and they would be, um, this was in the late 80s. And one of the things that I found is there was this phrase, well, just accept Jesus into your heart. Or... Um, or believe in Jesus. And my question was, what does it mean to accept Jesus into your heart? And what does it mean to believe in Jesus? And what was interesting is many pastors couldn't really answer the question. Well, let me give it to you in the nutshell. To I don't really like the term, accept Jesus into your heart. I just don't care for it. It's kind of a, it's, it just seems a little trivial 
to me. Maybe I'm splitting hairs, and if I am, uh, forgive me, but I just don't care for it. I prefer to be very precise in a presentation of the gospel. Believing in Jesus means that you are trusting in his work for the forgiveness of your sins. In other words, you are depending upon Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. What Jesus did for you by dying on the cross, by raising from the dead as your only way into heaven. Now, hopefully that's pretty simple. That's what man has to do in order to be saved. It's not a work as much as it is just letting go and sitting down in the grace of God, resting in the grace that comes through Christ, depending upon Christ rather than trying to be righteous on your own. And the problem in Galatia was that people were starting to believe that they needed to work in order to be saved. They were going after another gospel. And that is a problem because it leads people away from truth. It, it, it's like having somebody in a burning building and you tell them the wrong way to get out. That's how serious this is. But as we find, there is no other gospel. Let me read Galatians 1.7 to you. Paul talking about the Galatians going after a different gospel. He says, which is really not another. Only there are some who are disturbing you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. So there's really no other gospel. And we need to present that gospel clearly. The only thing that stands beside the gospel of Christ is just a perversion. So if you try to doctor up the gospel of Christ, you're perverting it. Now, this happened in the first century. In Acts 15.1, we also see a second case where there's a distortion of the gospel. And this may have been the same um, thinking people. This may have been the same type of gospel that was going on in Galatia too. And in fact, it was. It wasn't uh, maybe. It was. Listen to what was, what was recorded in Acts 15.1. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. If you... If you, again, I just want to be very, very clear. If you add to or take away from the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are distorting it. So what does the Bible say? What is the cancel culture of Jesus in regards to distorting the gospel? Here it is. You didn't think that Jesus had a cancel culture. <laughs> he does. And, and his is based on truth. Galatians 1, 8 and 9 says this but even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to you he is accursed let me read verse 9 and as we have said before so i say again now if any man is preaching to you a gospel contrary to what you received he is to be accursed 
holy cow this is the cancel culture of jesus and it's not bad it's good it's to protect people in other words what god is saying here that false teachers are to be accursed and it's so adamant that god is so adamant about this that paul writes again i just want to tell you one more time if anyone brings another gospel to you he is accursed now this is something that john gill who's a pastor from long ago uh, wrote he said about someone who distorts the gospel let him be ejected from the ministry of the word degraded from his office and cast out of the church let him be no more a minister nor a member of it and let him be abhorred of men and accursed of christ i talk about cancel culture there it is in other words what john gill is saying here is if you have somebody that steps up into the pulpit and distorts the gospel of jesus christ he shouldn't just be taken out of the pulpit he should be removed from the church he should be removed from the assembly of the church he shouldn't be associated with it and he should be accursed of god Boy, that's serious that is serious serious stuff we have to be very careful how we present the gospel i can't say that um, too many times and i just want to let you know god is very serious about the true gospel now this cancel culture that's going on in society today can be over some really silly things and i never think that it is right to take away someone's ability to make a living i think that that's um that's evil to do but let me tell you something someone who distorts the gospel of jesus christ you may not get canceled today but just keep it up and you will face the consequences and a church that keeps a pastor that distorts the gospel of jesus christ isn't worth the powder and the lead that it would take to blow up the church building churches who distort the gospel of jesus christ are evil that's how serious this is and we have to take this very seriously all right guys let me just end by giving you the true gospel the true gospel is that man rebelled against god and god's justice demanded that the payment for rebellion is is death both physical and spiritual but god didn't want man to die god was just and he has to uphold his law to punish sin but he's also loving and he doesn't want people he doesn't want sinners to die so he sent jesus christ who is god in human flesh and jesus walked on this earth and he fulfilled god's law for sinners he lived a perfect life 
and he died on the cross to pay the penalty of sin which is death and sin is just simply rebellion against God and Jesus Christ rose from the dead because sin and death couldn't hold him because he was sinless he rose from the dead and that signified that Jesus truly was the Son of God and that he can give new life to people do you want new life this is what you can do to be saved you simply believe what I just told you that's the gospel of Jesus Christ if you believe it if you think it's true then just simply pray to Jesus Christ and ask him to take away your sins see what you're doing when you're asking Jesus is you're not depending upon anything else you can do you are not trying to add to anything that Jesus did you are not depending upon anyone else it's just Christ so ask Jesus to save you that mean that that is what believing in Jesus means is when you are depending upon him to take away your sins when you do that you have at the moment you do that you have eternal life that's the gospel of Jesus Christ man doesn't add anything or take away from it we just simply rest on the work of Jesus Christ guys thank you so much for listening to me I hope that your Monday is a good one and uh, if you if you want to support this ministry the best ways that you can do that is to number one pray number two tell others about this ministry tell others about this podcast share this podcast and if you would like to monetarily give you can do that at creationanew.com my email address is randy at creationanew.com I'd love to hear from you and let me say this please don't give monetarily to this ministry unless you are taking care of your family and you're taking care of your home church guys until next time bye bye